The biggest hurdle between me and eating healthy, delicious meals for lunch is decision fatigue. Honestly, by the time lunchtime rolls around, I've already made like a thousand decisions from what my toddler should wear to how much I want to argue with her about how you have to brush your teeth in the morning, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I absolutely agree. And like I have taken to doing meal preps or like buying a bunch of ready to eat meals to like heat up quickly. And I recently tried Factor. And let me tell you, Factor is like 12,000 steps above and beyond any ready to meet eat meal I have ever tried before. That's right. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started and get after your goals. I tried the two-minute meals where I could fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. And they also offer pancakes, smoothies, and more. There's a wide variety of easy options throughout the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Plus, there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Factor is also flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution when you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And you don't want to make any more decisions because you're exhausted, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is looking for more reassurance. But before we begin, yeah. we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Definitely not. Not even close. <laughs> never, never been, never was, never will be. So please take our advice as you see fit. Uh, we are not professionals. We're just here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. Um, okay. Before I dive into today's check-in topic, I want to remind everybody that if you're not already subscribed to our Patreon for extra content, extra ad-free content, mm -hmm. we also do a monthly Zoom hangout. We call it the, we call them our office hours and at them, it's like a super fun, intimate Zoom hangout session, I guess mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. the not very cool way to describe it. But we, we hang out with y'all, we answer your questions live and they are just 
Sam and I's like favorite thing right now. They're so fun. They fill up our cups. They are, they make us feel so connected to you all. So if we haven't answered your letter on air um, or on the Patreon episodes, you can join us. Uh, the next one is happening on Tuesday, August 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can join us over on Patreon for $10 a month. We'll give you access or $5 annually. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Patreon.com slash just break up. Love it. Great plug. Thanks. I, I genuinely, I feel like they're just breakups, um, best kept secret because oh, like, sure. what do we, it's like anywhere between, I don't know, 10 and 10 to 20 people. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, totally. Um, but they're just so much fun. Uh, you and I both talk, you know, independently about how much we love them. So yeah. Okay. Today's check-in topic, it's Monday, so we're going to do a check-in topic, and we're going back to our meme review or our relationship advice from the internet review, or <laughs> more specifically, from Instagram um, mm -hmm. series, mm -hmm. and today I've pulled out some uh, memes from an account called relationship underscore help 90s like maybe it's oh, like four people from, born in the 90s love it. from the 90s don't mm -hmm. really know um but here we go so the first one is a wise man once said if another girl ever steals your man there's no better revenge than letting her keep him real men <laughs> can't be stolen so there's a lot to unpack here <laughs> Uh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. It's, that. it's a wise man who said this, right? Like, yes. even yeah, yeah, we yeah. can't even like we can't even imagine yeah. a wise woman being part of this conversation. Uh, <laughs> Never met one. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I I think the idea of like stealing people is a little bit yes, suspect. So Right. It's a little bit, it's a little bit weird. Um, well, I mean, it's just I, our pain. It's our pain screaming for that sure. We, you know, if, if somebody came and Willow fell in love with them and she left me for them, I would feel like they took my happiness or my security or whatever, but for like, sure. we're not, for sure. absolutely. We're not flags in flag football. You know, like we can't like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> your significant other is not like a football that can get like taken from you and run the other direction, right? Like it's, it is not quite like that. Uh, I do agree with the idea of like, if someone doesn't want to be with you, like let them yeah. go, right? Yeah. Like the, like that person doesn't, is choosing not to be with you. So like, don't, yes, don't spend yes. time trying to like win them back or like trick them back into loving you. Um, yeah. And my guess is, is that real men probably do cheat or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I don't know how we're defining yeah. real in this, in this scenario. I know. <laughs> I'm imagining like, um, you know, the bags, you know, the not like the Louis Vuitton bags. And then there's like uh -huh. knockoff bags. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I've got like a knockoff version. <laughs> yeah. Of a man. But nobody can tell, <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gender is just a drug that we're all obsessed with. Um, it's, it's okay, really stupid. Here we go. Uh, this next one is it's a it's a carousel, so it's a slide. You know, multiple slides. Mm -hmm. So it's 
quite a lot to unpack, but it's a juicy one. (laughs) From the same account, it's if someone doesn't text you back within an hour or two. First slide. They are ignoring you. (laughs) No one is without their phone for hours. An anxious attachment style wrote this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, what's so good is that the, the hashtags that are linked to this account is hashtag girl power, hashtag high value woman, hashtag high value God, hashtag feminist, hashtag feminine, hashtag feminine needs, hashtag Kevin Samuels, <laughs> hashtag goddess, hashtag divine feminine, hashtag femininity, hashtag self love, <laughs> hashtag goddess glow up, hashtag level up coach. Literally, they, I'm halfway through. Uh, oh my god that's a lot there's so many more hashtag vagina power is one of them hashtag <laughs> uh dating tips yeah anyway so <laughs> that's that is a lot of hashtags <laughs> okay. really okay really doing moving it. on well i mean moving on in this this thing saying um they're ignoring you people make time Um, for who they want to make time for. And when someone tells you they're too, quote, busy, it's not a reflection of their schedule. It's a reflection of your spot on their schedule. That is a (laughs) fucking divisive hot take. (laughs) Um, And then it goes on to say, don't be someone's downtime, spare time, part time, or sometime. If they can't be there for you all the time they're they're not even worth your time (laughs) yeah go ahead (laughs) sam's kidding it's clever it's very clever i will give them that um yeah you know i think that i think that there is something to say about like the idea of like if somebody wants to be with you they'll make time for you you're being generous you're being generous um but i also i'm like people have lives that are not us and that's okay (laughs) right like yeah, I don't, uh, that's toxic. That that meme is fucking hella toxic. <laughs> and also, like, the person shouldn't have to be at your beck and call all the time. They are uh, allowed to live their lives outside of you and not respond to you for an hour because they're at a movie or like not in a place that they want to respond or to this moment work. or talking yeah. to their friend or whatever it might be. And also, like, yeah. I think there's a difference between, like, not responding immediately to a text and ignoring someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I, I need to respond to that and I will do it soon is, like, a different vibe than being like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to talk to that person. <laughs> you know? Like, there's there's more nuance in there than obviously what is presented on this this Instagram account. Right. I I also think that it's, like, why I say the easy line of toxic is like to assume that somebody, when they say that they're busy, that there's like some sort of, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's toxic. (sighs) It's a little, you know, I like feel like a little ice. You want to isolate this person from their friends career. Yeah. uh Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's like a difference between like standing up for yourself and being like, Oh, this person's not making enough time for me. Versus like this sort of like, I am only made better if I vilify the people I'm dating, right? Where I'm like, I present this, that's like me versus you type of thing, as opposed to like, yeah, oh, this isn't working, (laughs) you know, like I need more from this. I deserve more from this. Not like, oh, don't settle for somebody who is like somehow not giving you with their 100%, which is that they are responding to your texts within an hour all every single time you text them 
Okay, so this is another carousel one. Signs he'll be great in bed. So this will oh, be good. Okay. So I want you to like think, you know, about the, your best sexual experiences and see if it lines up. Uh, he'll be great in bed if he pays attention to your feelings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> out the gate. Out the gate. That's a surprise for me. <laughs> I really thought out, we were going to go that that is, in a different direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, doesn't care about your open mouth, right? (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Uh, When a guy does not care about how you feel in general, then he is not going to care how you feel in bed. Absolutely (laughs) disproven by my lived human sexual experience. Uh, that is okay, real. Next, That's real. <laughs> their next claim: He isn't selfish. Does he share his dessert with you and offer to pay for the meal? If he's selfish when you're out at dinner, he'll be selfish in the bedroom too. Listen, selfish ain't a bad thing. You know <laughs> I'm just like thinking about the sex that I've had, and I'm like, yeah, selfish kind of works sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a great kisser. If a man knows how to kiss you well, he'll be good in bed. Also, period. The period was written out. I actually strongly disagree with that one. Oh. Um, well, just like they're not correlated. <laughs> uh, he's not in a rush. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Her, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, a man who's really interested in being your lover will know you're worth for the wait. Oh, oh, not like moving fast and bad, but like not in a rush to do you. Got it. Got it. This is really written by a, per, a person who has a particular point of view around what sex should look like or like what yeah. good sex looks like. Cause like, I, this is I, the next one that you're going to absolutely hate. <laughs> he makes serious comma intense eye contact with you. No, that eye contact not. will be so intense. You'll feel yourself melting. I All really right. I feel don't. like we're getting a little so, subjective here. <laughs> like we're very subjective. <laughs> you know what it's a... Uh, um, like oh at my God, dinner, just like just making really intense eye contact with off, me. Off the rails, this <laughs> next one. When he talks, does he use his, when he talks, does he use his hands? <laughs> when a guy is good in bed, he'll have a tendency to talk with his hands. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, what? Uh, uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, and then. You know, just to cap off this this episode or this iteration of this meme rating series, uh, the end of all of these memes ha- were uh, bookended with a slide that said, if you feel like you're losing your spark in your relationship and your man is pulling away, let me tell you about a strangely powerful mef- method that changed everything for me. Just watch this quick video <laughs> oh, no. that I believe has the potential <laughs> to be truly life-changing for you. Link in my bio. So do we think we should watch the link or save it for another episode? <laughs> oh my God. The link in their bio is like some sort of, you know, link tree sort of thing. It's backslash make him chase you <laughs> oh no oh no this is 88,000 followers 88,000 followers this is wild this is yeah just anyway like, <sighs> there's a really good episode of uh if books could kill about the rules which is like the sort of like the game but for women so like how can women sort of like trick men into like loving them and a lot of it is like very similar stuff around this of like play hard to get like 
make him pay for everything, like withhold sex, right? Like all of this stuff that's like also present in here. And it's like created this whole movement around like very retrograde feminism type thing of like the way that we make it in the world is by like being like very traditional women (laughs) and like treating men like really poorly and like, right. Like doing all these things that are sort of like not sex positive in any way. Uh, and it feels like this is all very, (laughs) very tied together. This like branch of the internet. A terrible place, uh, for all of us. Um, okay. Thank you for listening to this (laughs) episode of our podcast (laughs) on the internet. Yeah. The communal hell that brings us all together. Um, <laughs> so true. Okay. So true. Let's get into today's letter. This letter is from Kintsugi Love, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from their bedroom floor. Am I insecure or just want reassurance? Or does reassurance route from insecurity? I, 27, female, she, her, have been with my boyfriend, he, him, 27, for almost two years now. Let's call him Babe. He's my first serious adult relationship, going on vacations together, meeting family, rolling him out when he got his wisdom teeth removed, the usual. To paint a picture, he is a Leo and an only child. (laughs) That means (laughs) literally nothing to me, but I do love, I do love when we like, we're like, let me tell you, let me give you a shorthand to how shitty my partner is. (laughs) Or like, let me give you a shorthand to their personality. Uh, And we just, yeah, we all have our own understandings. I don't really know what that, what are Leo's like? Uh, Leo's uh, love attention. Um, Oh, really? mm -hmm. They're like, they're like the sun. They like want to be the center. They want people to like, and it's really hard to not be around Leo energy or like to ignore Leo energy because they tend to be kind of the center of the conversation. All right. I can feel the unsubscribing coming from all of our Leo listeners. (laughs) All the Leos are like, what the hell? (laughs) I'm going to go call one of my friends. (laughs) Honestly, as a Gemini, you and I actually get along with Leos really well because we like, we become incendiary with them because we're like an air sign and they're a fire sign. So like we make their fire grow bigger. Fire bigger. Yep. (laughs) Cute. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, So anyway, he's Leo and an only child. So that's quite a combo to have to deal with in an intimate relationship because let's just say it, he's selfish. (laughs) Okay. Wow. We went from the the shorthand to the very direct. (laughs) I have a very big heart, maybe even to a fault, kindred spirits with Sierra. I too have gotten into debt for a relationship. I wake up early Uh, To do nice gestures like make coffee and prep his meals. I plan all of the dates and I initiate us spending time together. I'm a stage five clinger, (laughs) but I have since calmed down from my early 20s. And now I do my own thing some days so he can have quality time alone. We do not live together and there is no plan to move in together, even after potentially if or when we hit the three year mark. This is all to say... I don't know where our relationship is going. I'm very type A and I like plans. And yes, I romanticize what I would like my life to be like. I'm not in a rush to get married. I just want some sort of progression in our relationship. I communicate my grievances when I have them and I would like certain needs met. He'll do it 
for a moment and then he'll stop. I'll gently remind him. And then after months of gently reminding him, I'll start to crack. I get annoyed and upset when he doesn't go out of his way to do things for me. And he's even made comments during heated discussions like he, quote, misses the old confident me. Boy, I am confident. I can get it, you know. I have in the past and I can in the future. Let's not get it twisted. For context, I've never said that him, but it's important to know. Mm. One of my main issues is when I'm in clear distress, I have high anxiety, he'll just kind of ignore it. And then I get more upset that he isn't comforting me and ask him why. And he'll say, I don't know how to deal with your emotions. For God's sakes, there is a whole wiki how on how to comfort someone. After rereading this last paragraph, I'm making him out to be an Andrew Tate enthusiast. I swear, he's ambitious, academic, and funny. He lacks emotional intelligence, and I'm not over here trying to mother a grown-ass woman. So, to circle back and end this tumultuously vague description of my relationship, are we just not compatible? All I'm asking for is some some reassurance from my boyfriend, reassurance of any kind, because if we're not aligned, what's the point of us being together? I want an us, not a me and babe. Sorry if this was confusing. I'm just trying not to make it not too long. Even if you don't read this on the podcast, it was cathartic to type it out. Any humble musings would be appreciated, and I love everybody on the JBU team. I've been listening to y'all since the beginning, and JBU is a part of my day-to-day and self-growth journey. With love, Kitsugi. All right, Kitsugi. Thank you so much for writing us and for trusting us with this question. Um, I'm sorry that you're feeling so unseen and uncared for in your relationship. Uh, You know, I think it's really natural for people to want reassurance from their romantic partner or partners, um, from their friends, from their loved ones, and, you know, needing reassurance when we are upset or anxious or feeling some sort of big feeling, uh, is normal and reasonable and asking for love and support in those moments, I think is something that we um, should do in order to feel more connected to our partners and to other people around us. Um, So I'm sorry that that's not being reciprocated for you. Um, Sierra and I are going to talk about some things that you might think about or work on, talk about with your partner in just a minute. But before that, we're going to take a short break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I 
love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because, <laughs> love it. <laughs> honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash justbreakup for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash justbreakup to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash justbreakup. All right, Head and Heart Workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. <laughs> Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. I want to echo everything that Sam said before I dive into some maybe reframing or some advice. Uh, you know, it is, I constantly have to tell myself that it is absolutely okay to want reassurance, to um, to have your partner echo back or reinforce your reality that things are okay or that they're there for you, that they maybe don't understand what's going on but are here for you to process your emotions with, you know, that is all very okay. Um, and in the same moment, in the same breath, because two things can be true at the same time, there also has to be space in your relationship for your partner to not be a mind reader and to not uh, to be to not be perfect all the time. It sounds like you have a very particular understanding of what love and caretaking and emotional support looks like. And honestly, that version of that of those things for you is sounds lovely. Sounds like you are a lovely person to be in a relationship with. Sounds like you go above and beyond to center the other person in your life, even even decenter yourself and center them. But us anxiously attached folks 
know that that is only sustainable for so long. Um, even when you, in your paragraph, you write, um, you know, I used to be a stage five clinger, but that's calmed down. And now sometimes I do things on my own some days, comma, so he can have <laughs> right, his quality right. alone time. Yep. That tells me that you're doing those things on your, on your own as a gift to him and, and not a gift to you, which is okay. And is deeply relatable. I, I'm <laughs> yeah, definitely like, an outside inside person. I, for sure. I, I look to the outside temperature before I look to the inside temperature. I do things. I orient my day around other people's needs before my own. And also I know that that can put me in a really, really tough position sometimes, particularly when my loved ones don't move through the world with the same constant quote self sacrifice that sacrifice that you and I yes. do. Yep. You know, like I let's think about let's let's bring up my favorite story about the fucking towels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One day Willow and I were going to the beach or the lake or something, uh. and we get there and she has only packed one towel. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have a, we have a, we live together. We have a communal bag where we are throwing sunscreen and, and snacks and water bottles and stuff like that. But my wife went to the towels <laughs> and picked one towel for herself <laughs> and saw the other multiple towels for other people. And was like, no, no, I'm just taking care of myself. This blew my <laughs> mind. <laughs> This blew my mind. I could not. I was like. (laughs) Maybe she thought, oh, Sierra is a self-sufficient human and probably grabbed a towel for herself. So that is 100% what she thought. Or she thought (laughs) I'm going to get a towel for myself. Yeah. But I interpreted it as and this is me like calling myself out. I mean, I can laugh about this story forever, but I I, calling myself out or calling myself into some self-reflection she, it's not like she went there and thought, I'm only getting a towel for myself. I'm not getting one for Sierra. You know, mm-hmm. yep. your boyfriend, letter writer, isn't always moving through the world and choosing not to love you the way you love him. He's not, he's not actively choosing to not engage in, in quality time and affirmation and gift giving and all of these things that you do. He's just moving through the world the way he moves through the world. This is, I'm, I'm fast forward to the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm going to affirm you and tell you, you deserve everything that you want. You deserve reassurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You deserve emotional connection. You deserve emotional maturity from this man. You don't deserve to to mother your boyfriend. You know For what sure. I mean? Yep. And also I know that sounds like we're very similar And I often fall into the trap of expecting people to have the same decentering of themselves. Mm -hmm. And then I take it as like an affront to me that they don't self-sacrifice the way I self-sacrifice. Does that make sense? Do you see that in this letter, Sam? Yeah, Yeah, no, I absolutely do see that in this letter. I mean, even the example that you give of like, I've gone into debt for people that I love, right? Like this idea of like, I have a big heart even to a fault and I think one of the things that like Sierra and I have talked about a lot is like the idea of overextending yourself as a way to like 
get people to like love you back in the way that you wanted to be loved. But all that does is like overextend yourself and create resentment because you're not necessarily doing it because you love them. You're doing it because you want a specific response back from them. And then, and so like, then when they don't give it back to you, then you're like, well, I did all this stuff for you that you didn't ask for (laughs) that you like, that I'm just like doing over and over to try and show you that I love you. Or maybe that you did ask for, but that I should have said no to, or that I should have had a boundary about because I'm trying to get you to do the same thing back to me so that I know that you'll love me. Yes. And like that comes. And I think one of the things that like, at least has been really profound for you and thinking about that too, is like, that doesn't come from a place of love that comes from a place of like centering yourself. Right. Like even as you're doing it's transactional. Yeah, Yeah, it's transactional and, and that's okay. And you know what? I just want to say really quickly too, that you said earlier, like you're not doing these things because you love them, but because you're trying to garner a certain response and that's true. And it's both. It's that you love this person and also you want to be loved by them. So you're loving them in the way that, you know what I mean? Like it's, this isn't to say to the letter writer, like that any of your love is misguided guided or, or selfish. It's that, you know, you and I, at some point in our development, were taught that we needed to earn our love, that this is how we find emotional security and connection. And, um, to the point Sam's making that can, that can lead us astray because then we start doing things or expecting things in like a transactional way, like I'm going to say, I love you so that you say, I love you back. You know what I mean? Instead of saying, I want to say, I love you to make you, to make it known how I feel, you know? And and there's some nuance there. And there's like, it's not like I wake up every day and I'm like, I'm going to manipulate my wife into loving me. You know what (laughs) I mean? Absolutely. Yes. Of course I love her. I love being loving. I love the way I love there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with the way you love. And also we can always trace back to our core attachments and wounds and insecurities in what we expect from other people. Because what I'm reading in your letter isn't, you know, I don't know your boyfriend. I don't know this babe, this Leo babe, right? (laughs) I know from what you're telling me that he's not giving you what you want. And I can also tell from what you're telling me that you have a very particular understanding of what that love and support looks like. Yep. Um, This is a piece of advice or maybe like a reframing that isn't meant to justify your boyfriend's inability to be emotionally available to you. This is a tool or a reframing or like a, a thought prompt for you to, to take with you on your journey and be like, am I acting Um, am I doing this because I want to do this? Am I doing this because I want something in return or, or whatever gray area is in the middle of there? Um, and am I expecting my partners or my loved ones to love me in the same self-sacrificing way that I love them, you know, and, and am I, am I being hurt when they're not, am I being Mm -hmm. hurt when they have different boundaries than I do? Um, That all being said, (laughs) none of this reframing is to justify your boyfriend's inability to show up in emotionally uh, mature and intelligent ways. Like, no, for sure. I'm, I'm 100% with you. And I think that like, we've been talking a little bit about like the self growth, like piece of this advice. And now we're going to talk about like, here are the dynamics in your relationship and are they working for you? A bit of advice, <laughs> which is like, 
it sounds like this man can't show up for you in the way that you would like him to show up for you. And right. Like part of why we talk about like the self-awareness piece first is because then it helps us make decisions that are more in alignment with what we are looking for, what we want. Right. So if you can look at this relationship and say like, uh, maybe I am doing this thing where I, I overextend myself and then expect the same back from others. And what would it look like for me to not overextend myself anymore and actually like listen to yeah. and look for love in different ways? Because then you can say like, actually, I'm not getting any love out of this, right? Like, or I'm not giving love in the way that I need it, or I'm not getting love enough of it or what it might be. Even when I change my perspective and look for love in, in ways that I don't give it, I'm not finding it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. And it's, I, you know, there are, Often, this is a common dynamic that I think for for relationships between men and women, right? Where the woman is expected to mother, to do all of the emotional labor, to like make their meals for them, right? Like all of this stuff. And then the men get away with not having to be there emotionally, right? They, they are being mothered in lots of different ways. Yes. And like, I don't want that for you, you know? And I don't want that for him either, right? I want him to be more self-sufficient. I want him to be able to emotionally connect with people on a deeper level. And and so like, I think it's okay for you to look at this relationship and say like, I'm actually not getting what I want out of this. Like, I don't yes. want to be with an emotionally immature person. I don't want to spend you know, my 27th year of life mothering somebody that I'm dating. Like that is an absolutely reasonable thing to say. And I think that there's a lot in this letter that I'm like, ah, if you were my friend, I would be like, I don't know that this guy is going to give you what you need. And I think that he maybe needs some growing up or he needs some time alone to take care of himself and learn those things so that he can be a better partner. Um, Right. So I think it's like a little bit of both and here where it's like, can we notice some of our patterns of, you know, self-sabotaging in our relationships? And then when we see that those patterns are like not playing out or we're aware of them and still not getting what we want, then like, I don't know that this is the right guy for you. Right. And I think it's totally reasonable for you to, I don't think that you're being like a crazy insecure person, right? Crazy insecure, all in quotes here, right? Where you're like, oh my God, I just need more, more, more. I'm insatiable in my desire for love. I think that this man is really not capable of giving it to you in the way that you can receive it. And it's okay for you to say like that incompatibility means that this relationship isn't going to work. And it's okay for you to come to him and say like, the fact that you don't know how to handle my emotions is not like a character trait. It's like an incompetence, yes. right? Like it is a learned thing. You can learn how to handle somebody's emotions. It is something that you can develop. It's not like innate to you. Let me add to that. Unless of course <laughs> he is, he has some sort of neurodivergence and in which case oh, no, that no, no, is no. something that needs to be diagnosed and you can absolutely find ways to be in relationship with folks who can't hold emotions in that way. And, <laughs> <laughs> and here's, here's another reframing for you. Even if your boyfriend or partner or loved one, you know, learns you have a conversation between the two of you where you say, when you, when you say you don't know how to deal with my emotions, that makes me feel you're like, you're not emotionally available for me during hard times. You know, I need, it's okay. I encourage you to ask him explicitly for what you want, because yep. like I said, at the beginning, we're not mind readers. We are all moving through this world with different understandings of reality, different love languages, different childhoods, different attachments, you know? So he just might not know specifically what you're asking because he's just a different person. And also 
when you have this very intimate and important conversation where you say, you know, I need you to be more available to me when I'm having hard times, that doesn't mean he's going to be able to solve those emotional, those right. emotional peaks. Do you know what yep. I mean? Yep. I'm, I want to prepare you for a long lasting love for this relationship to be able to sustain years and years of big emotions, right? Because that's what life is going to guarantee us. Mm -hmm. And so when you have high anxiety and you get really upset that he isn't comforting you, you also have to know that his comfort isn't going to make your anxiety go away. Okay. His comfort is going to make you feel less alone and more capable of accessing your tools of resilience and your tools of de-escalation and your tools of, of calming your ner nervous system down. Um, it's, I think we get really upset when we, when our partners aren't giving us what we want, because a lot of times what we want is them for to make things better. And that is like an, a very high standard to hold us to all the time. Yep. Not that our partners can't make things better. Not that his response to you right now as is, isn't inadequate because it is, it's, it's very to say, I don't know how to deal with your emotions. Literally, bro, you can just say like, it sounds like you're going through a really hard time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'll be here with you yep. as you experience these hard emotions. Like, you know what, what I mean? But just need? again, a shifting hug, because a cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying this at, like a fellow, you know, my kindred spirit letter writer, like I'm saying this to you and to myself that just because we know how to move into comforting spaces and we, you know, and we show our love by taking great actions to make people's lives better or days easier, feel better. doesn't always mean that people are going to have like the textbook answer to make all of our stress For go sure. away. In Absolutely. fact, we have, we have to do that really hard work that we avoid our whole lives and yeah. turning inward and be like, what do I need to give myself right now? For sure. You know? Absolutely. And you might be missing ways that he wants to be comforted too, right? Because you're just assuming that there's like a right or best way of doing this type of comfort, right? Where it's like, you're supposed to give me a hug. You're supposed to do all of these different things. When really there might be a bunch of different ways that he might need support that you're not giving because you're like missing the fact that there's that you're doing it in one way or one way in particular. So I think that taking the step back and looking at this and in, in the way that Sierra is encouraging you to also equips you to be a better partner to him too. And to whoever else you might date after you <laughs> break up with this man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, it's, you deserve to be supported. You deserve to feel emotionally, um, seen and validated in a reciprocal way. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. And also we have a, we have a lifelong journey of, of figuring ourselves out and figuring our needs out and whatnot. So we wish you the best of luck. We hope that this helps. Um, and, uh, thank you so much for writing. Absolutely. We love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Like Sierra said, if you want more content from us, if you want access to our office hours, if you want ad-free episodes, you can get those all on Patreon. If you support us as, for as little as $5 a month, you'll get access to a bunch of great perks. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise.
Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and podcasts. And remember, it is absolutely understandable to feel discouraged when you want connection and that connection is unavailable due to someone's limitations, their schedule, (laughs) their uh, emotional intelligence. And at the same moment that we ask for more support, we need to look within ourselves and recognize what support we can give ourselves. What are we missing? What are we asking for? What can we give ourselves? And if all else fails, (laughs) Just break up. <laughs> <laughs>